hello, hello, and welcome, Christmas cousins, or should I say ho, ho, ho? I'm Cousin Chad. And I'm Cousin Seth. Who was caught off guard. And we are here with who's soon to become almost an honorary cousin. We have from the one of the co-hosts of Christmas Morning Podcast and Tinsel Tunes, we have Scott himself. Scott, thank you so much for joining us again. Yeah, yes, it's welcome my, back. It's my pleasure. I'd prefer it if you call me Cousin Scotty. That would that would work. <laughs> cousin Scotty. We actually, Scott, we got a really cool review. I, I've been meaning to read on air. This is cool. If you have a second and indulge us, sure. this person named themselves Cousin Nini, which I love that they called themselves a cousin. And she wrote, I'm really enjoying listening to Chad and Seth. They both make me laugh with their sweet banter. I treasure my cousins too, and I would highly recommend this podcast as it reminds me of my family bonds. That really made us smile. I thought that was nice. Very cool. And I'm bringing families together. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Maybe she'll reunite with her family or maybe there's a whole history and we're her new cousins, whatever. We're happy to have her. So thank you so much, Cousin Nini, for for doing that and writing that. And other Christmas cousins out there, please do write us, rate us, review, subscribe. You can email us at uh, christmascousinspod at gmail.com or follow us on the socials at Christmas Cousins Pod on Instagram, Facebook, you name it, you'll find us. Actually, those are the only two, so you won't find us elsewhere. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much, Scott. We did the interview the other day. It went really well. I thought we had a great rapport and a really great time. It was kind of like we were sitting around the campfire, just a few old friends chatting, and we invited you back on, and you graciously graciously accepted. And today... As you know, Scott and Seth, they released all the new Hallmark movies for this season, which was huge news in our world. I mean, Seth had 37 texts by 6 a.m. that day. Uh, And he's trying to change his number and block me, Scott, but I keep getting it from other family members. (laughs) That's what happens with family. So basically, we want to do this big kind of crossover event with you, this bonus episode, um, where we're just going to explore this article that dives deep into the psyche, not that deep. But deep into the psyche of Hallmark movie enthusiasts, what type are they? The hopeless romantic, maybe the Christmas skeptic turned enthusiast or something totally different. So Scott's here with his witty insights. And Seth and I, we have our signature cousin banter that we've been working on (laughs) since the 70s. And we're going to dissect the various Hallmark, uh, Hallmark archetypes and discover which one resonates with you, the audience. Let us know. Again, christmascousinspod at gmail.com. Uh, so grab your cocoa and let's get rolling. Uh, did you guys get to read the article itself? Yeah. Actually, go through. It was a quick read. <laughs> yes, it was. The Scott, word read is doing a lot of heavy lifting there, but I skimmed it. <laughs> okay. You skimmed it. You have you have the idea. Yeah, but yeah. Basically, this is an article that Seth found. Our, Seth is like our online sleuth by BYU, uh, BYU.edu, uh, all about the various types. What type of Hallmark Christmas movie viewer are you? And just a quick art review. It's basically, it discusses the Christmas movie viewers, classifies them into distinct archetypes, and basically says who they are. And we're going to try to see who resonates with us. So just a fun bonus episode again, because they released all the movies this year. The three types. Seth, do you have the three types up? Or Scott, I don't know if anybody wants to read them. Sick of hearing my voice at this point. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so I can read the three and give a kind of a little description of each. Um, So we have our season's greeters. Generally, the season's greeter or Christmas enthusiasts love Hallmark. 
because they are passionate about Christmas and strongly associate the release of holiday Hallmark films with the commencement of the season and their favorite traditions. So, yeah, I read that one. Some some thoughts come to mind, uh, people, and <laughs> so um, I'll can I'll continue on. The next uh, okay. next grouping of individuals is um, are the Rudolphs. They went with very safe labels and everything. So they did. Um, <laughs> so um, Rudolphs love quote unquote flying away and escaping everyday worries by watching cheery Hallmark Christmas movies, daydreaming of a stress free world, and feeling hope and, and joy. I got to imagine everybody's got a little bit of this. <laughs> yeah, really. Right? I think so. And there's one yeah. more, right, Seth? Oh, one last one. Um, and then mm -hmm. we, are, we have our carolers. Carolers are focused on the movie content, appreciating the good, feel-good stories and happy endings, and enjoying that the films are family-friendly. It's, um, it's noted by one participant, I like how the stories are lighthearted and yet emotional at the same time. Wow. Very nice. So we have the three types, seasoned greeters, and mm -hmm. they're the more, they like the tradition, the Rudolphs who like to escape, and then the carolers who really like the movie content, the family friendly, and then it's the feel good stories. Scott, you've been doing this the longest. You're a huge Christmas enthusiast. Mm -hmm. I have That's a true. feeling I can guess which type you are, and it might be an amalgam of the three, but which one resonates with you the most? No, I want to hear your guess first. I would say, and I've listened, remember, to every single episode that you've done. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So full-on stalker status. Um, so I'm actually flying into Colorado tomorrow. So, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. We'll I'll find make it. up the guest the, bedroom. Um, sure. That's right. <laughs> uh, I think that you are a season's greeters, that you love yes. that it heralds in the, the traditions and the season. Yes. And- that's about all I like about Hallmark movies. Mm. I don't really like them. They are not for me. Really? I treat them like wallpaper, you know, like a, like a moving mm. wallpaper. I like to see it. I usually turn the sound off. And I just like that I can kind of cross through the room and look at the TV and see Christmassy things. But of all, I don't know, of all the, there's, there, there's going to be 40 movies this year. I might watch two of them maybe wow and they need okay. to be they need to be funny mm. or they need to be really really good and that's what my buddies over at deck the hallmark do they kind of uh yes. sift through these for me so i don't have to i don't like any kind of bummer movies i don't like the sads i don't need any of that and i do not resonate with either of these other categories these rudolphs or these carolers mm. this Rudolph one says they want to escape everyday worries by watching cheery movies and daydreaming of a stress free, free world. No, yeah, no, that's um, you know, you know, it's just that escapist. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I, I, no, exactly. I, I, I barely drink. I don't do drugs. Like I, I'm not an escapist person. I'm more of a realist, and that's not what real life. Real life is messy, you know. So that idea does not work with me. And then the second one is folk carolers focused on the feel good stories and the happy endings and enjoy that they're family friendly. No, I like them in spite of that. I that's that's not the kind of movie that I would go seek out. But the first one where it says they're passionate about christmas and strongly associate the release of the films with the commencement of the season yes we are at the beginning of the season 
this is a, a line of demarcation here. There's the movies have been announced and uh, Brandon right. and I were just talking this morning about how it's now more acceptable to be more vocal about our love for, for Christmas. You know, it's one thing to be in August. It's another thing come October, you know, every, everyone can kind of just relax about it in October. Does that make sense? Right. That, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I'm glad I, I, I nailed that one because I thought that's where you would lie. Now, I did not know that you didn't really listen to or watch these movies. I knew you weren't as much into it as your co-host brand, but I thought yeah. you'd watch some of them. So you'd like, I know you did haul out the Holly review with yep. the deck, the Hallmark guys And that was last a year. funny one. And I really liked that Very one. Fun. I would, I would absolutely watch it again. I'm also a big fan of the actress who's in that, who's Lacey Chabert. And now right. that I've had the privilege of meeting a couple Hallmark actors, if there's a movie mm -hmm. with Neil Bledsoe or Antonio Cayone, I will absolutely watch those. You know, I, I got to hang out with them. They, they FaceTimed my kid. You know, we had a really good time Seems at Bramble cool. Fest. So, yeah, I would watch there. But I, that gives me uh, a reason to or a personal involvement with it just to, right. just to flip it on. No, probably not. Now, my wife likes to watch them, and I will pick up bits and pieces, and I'll hear it. And I think my favorite thing to do is listen to the Deck the Hallmark reviews and then have a conversation with my wife after she's watched the movie and said, hey, they didn't like this part of the storyline. What did you think of that? That's pretty fun. Wow. So yeah, you listen to their reviews without oh, yeah. ever seeing the movie. But oh. you may go watch the movie after if you're intrigued Sometimes, by the yes. review. Sometimes, yes. Like there was a movie yeah. last year called Ghost of Christmas Always. And Love everybody said, oh, this is so good. This is so good. So, yeah, I watched it. And it was very good. It was. But I need somebody kind of uh, pre-screening them for me so that right. I know what I'm getting into. Because I don't the, – the other thing about me is I don't have the patience to watch movies. It drives my wife nuts. The irony is I will sit and watch four 30-minute shows, but I don't want to sit through one two-hour movie. I don't know <laughs> if it's my attention span or what, but I just start to get really restless. Really? That, that's yep. interesting. It's like a commitment thing with just that type of entertainment. It's something, yes, it's something like that. I don't understand it, but it's just kind of how I'm wired, for better or for worse, well, did, mostly for worse. Did you see they announced Haul Out the Holly too? The sequel? Yes, I've up, already so. registered my, my interest in taking part in the review for that one because I didn't know that the first one wasn't taking itself that seriously and it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek movie. That part went over mm -hmm. my head, so I, I, I kind of panned some parts of the story and said, well, this is kind of unrealistic, and everybody kind of dragged me and said, well, yeah, because it's a little bit campy on purpose, so... Now I'm going into the sequel with eyes wide open, and I'm hoping to redeem myself this year. Okay. Well, I hope to hear you on again. Last year, you discussed HOAs, and I, I thought it was hilarious. I remember it. Yeah, and, and then everybody thought I don't like HOAs. No, I choose to live in a deed-restricted neighborhood. I don't know uh, how they—maybe they heard what they wanted to hear or something. I, I like my property right. values nice and high, you know? And, and right, that was right. the thing that I really didn't like about the movie. It was a completely unrealistic that an HOA would force you to decorate for the holidays. It's usually <laughs> the inverse, you know? They're like, you can't have a 25-foot right. dinosaur or something in, in February for Christmas. That would be realistic. So I, right. I thought it was just lazy writing. I love that. I love that you have such a strong opinion either way. I think that's great. And that's why you're such a good podcaster, Scott, or should well, I say cousin you. Scott? Yeah, you're so, too kind. Too kind. The funny how, thing now, is, how about you guys, though? I want to know what your archetypes are here. 
Yes. And and Seth, by the way, you have no idea what we're talking about with these movies. You've never heard of them. Or oh, you're seen not missing Alcohol. anything, dude. Seriously. You can see that glazed over look on my face. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Seth, yeah, Seth, what are you? What are you? So you're new to these, right? So I wouldn't yeah. imagine you'd be a seasoned greeter. What what would you so far from the four you've seen, you've only seen like four or so. Where would you classify yourself? Right. I was, and uh, I don't even know if it's a thing or, and I'm going to be ousted for this, but possibly a hybrid of the two of the Rudolphs and the Carolers. You know, Cousin Scott, you might not like that. No, that's fine. Man. <laughs> this is why restaurants have menus. We all have different tastes and that's totally fine. Okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. But so um, you're, you're a hybrid set. Let me get this right. Yeah. You're a hybrid. You're picking two of the three, at least. Not all three, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm not even going to introduce the tri-bread. That's something I'm working on. But (laughs) I saw a little bit. Um, Yeah, I think for – I I know the storylines are very formulaic. Um, I I knew that going into it and stuff like that. Um, I I guess I do enjoy to see the kind of the different variations and spins they they put on the characters and things like that. Um, Which two are you a hybrid of? You're leaving us in major suspense, Seth. I I would say, I, I think it would be I was originally thinking Rudolph and Carolers, but I think it's it's more seasons greeters and Carolers. Wow. The uh, studio yeah. audience like that answer, Seth. So you would find yourself with some of the traditions and then also the Carolers who are into the movie plot. Uh, yeah. I know you're a bit of a yeah. movie buff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's funny. I had written the note. I don't know why, but um, next to Rudolph's, I said, more profound, thoughtful viewer with a question mark, but... I think Scott, you definitely cleared that up. <laughs> it's um, yeah. No, you have to grade uh, these on a curve, though, Seth. That's the thing. You know, you can't go into it thinking you're watching Goodfellas or right. you know some you know the God the Godfather or something. That is not what you're getting into. And Chad, quick sidebar here: if Seth mm. is just getting into this, I'm not sure he's ready to sit down and watch these movies because you might spook him and, and turn him off from the whole thing. So just use your judgment, okay? Yeah, Make sure it's a real doing a good one. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. We have to find one. That's like a unicorn. We, um, yeah, that's true. We, we are just doing a few of them. We're not doing like the Deck the Hallmark guys who are going like all in, but we've yeah. been seeing maybe about once a week. And I did introduce him to a fall one. He watched that the other day uh, mm-hmm. and enjoyed that. And we did ask some others. We're doing a review that was recommended by the Christmas aficionado who's on the Christmas morning podcast. So mm-hmm. we're doing that review with him, which is going to be a lot of fun uh, for yeah. a very merry mix up. I saw it once. I don't remember much about it, which is what I kind of like. You watch them, they wash over you and you move along. So yep. they're un- memorable and un- unremarkable at the same time. But I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy them. For myself, there's a clear cut one here. And this is interesting because Cousin Scott, what you were saying was, you don't need to escape. Your everyday life is really good. You don't do drugs that's, or drink or anything. That's fair. Okay. I am I am very lucky and very privileged. So, yes, I, I don't feel that need like, oh, I just need to look at somebody else's life that's going correctly. And I it's easy mm-hmm. to dunk on these movies. And I, I know. And right. I am being just a little bit silly about it. I respect that this is a, a genre of movie. I respect that there are people that love these. And I don't think less of anybody who does. I'm just being honest with my opinion that, no, they're not really for me. And I like yeah. what you said. No, I, I don't really need that escapism. 
But I don't know. If you gave me a review, Chad, for one of these movies and said, hey, have you seen XYZ movie? And I said, no. And you said, you should really watch it. I would listen. I'd say, yeah, all right. Right. If I, I I like your opinion, if you suggest it, I will check it out. So I'm not okay. I'm not throwing up the walls here and saying, oh, absolutely not. It's just not something I go seek out. I like that you just use it as background because they are pretty movies. Oh, I they love are it. fun to have. Oh, yeah. I, my DVR is full of them, and we'll put them on mm. and turn the sound off, and I just look up, and there's wreaths and you know Christmas lights and snow and all this stuff that really gets me through those tough August days where where you know summer yeah. just doesn't want to come to an end i need to try seth, that you should seth <laughs> scott even watches and... um, scott even watches qvc the christmas episodes well as background. <laughs> let's, i I've, I've determined this year that i only like the one show called david's big christmas and you know it's but it's the same thing it's just weird wacky giant huge christmas kind of garbage uh you know no no offense to anybody who fills their house with that stuff it's 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 not something i want to collect but it's also fun to see that in july if it wasn't in july i probably wouldn't be watching in july i'm pretty starved for christmas content right right and i I hate the summer seth that's the other thing i do not like warm weather i lived in tampa for 15 years and i said i am so done with hot weather and humidity and i moved to colorado because i wanted a change of seasons for one but i wanted to see snow again i grew up with it and then i had to deal with it as a you know a younger adult where i'd have to drive to you know I, i commuted to college and stuff like that so it was a big pain in the butt but now that i work at home let it snow i don't care Snow all day long. <laughs> Just slide really the curtains back. Yeah, After absolutely. Tampa, I'll, I'll stand there and watch everybody coffee. else commute to their to their jobs while I stand there with my my cup of coffee and my my big slippers that look like bear paws. Nice. I wonder why he doesn't need any escapism. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They should they should that's just make a life about this lazy guy. Yeah. 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 Well, it sounds similar. Uh, I I work well. From home often as well. So this was interesting though. So I have, thankfully, I'm very privileged too. I've been happily married for 20 years, have kids, a lovely home. I don't need an escape. My job is very cush, very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But for me, when I watch these movies, full on Rudolph. I want to be transported into that Vermont town. I want to go to the Canadian town. I love the small towns. I love the 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 little inns that they go. I don't like the big cities because I like to picture yeah. myself in. This I'll give town. you everything you're saying here. I, I'm I'm with you. Keep going. Yeah, but that I have very specific rules. I want to see snow. I want the main street. I don't want a city. I want it to be where you get to see the other storefronts. You get to meet all the community and they're oddly invested in whether this couple gets together or not. I don't know why, but I like that community feel. And that's what resonates with me. And that's why I watch them. And Seth will tell you when, when we review these, like, oh, Seth, this is great. They're sitting with grandma by the fire. Now, Seth and I lost our grandmother. So maybe that to me is like bringing us back a little bit. Maybe that's the escapist or just saying, I'm not going to be in Vermont this year, but at least I can watch these people and I kind of get into that. So, And I like that, that adults it, have nothing else to do except talk it about It sounds Christmas like you're weeks. describing the Christmas yeah, and right. Evergreen movies. <laughs> yes, I do like those. And I like those too. I, I, and for all the same reasons that you said, I'm from New England. I resonate with the small town thing, with the storefronts. And you know, why does everyone care about this couple getting together? Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, the bakeries. 
it, here's a here's a bit of escapism. I'm diabetic now. I'm I'm an adult diabetic, so I can't have all those wonderful Christmas cookies and all that stuff. So it is yeah. kind of it is fun to see those things. And no, it doesn't make me want them more. It just kind of you know brings back happy memories. So maybe the stuff I was crapping on earlier, I should be a little more tempered in my language. Well, no, you were being honest. <laughs> no. You weren't crapping on it. Yeah. That, that was a valid escape. You were a valid reason to say that wasn't why you chose it. You only had three to choose from. And yeah, that's true. You are a podcaster. You have to have no. An but I completely <laughs> resonate with the season's greeter or whatever that first one was. Yes. Yes. It's everything. I, I'm actually more Seth. I'm more into the lead up to Christmas than Christmas itself. I don't know why that is. Yeah, but it would be a little anticlimactic. It <laughs> is. It is. And by the, I love Thanksgiving because you have a holiday to look forward to that still has another holiday behind it. But when you get to Christmas, it's like, uh-oh, we got January mm-hmm. coming. This is a drought after this. I got nothing to look forward to except for Valentine's Day because I, I love you, my wife. But but otherwise, <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah, right. That's true. That that's that was the genesis behind the Christmas morning podcast that you co-host. It was, yeah. something going. And to have a space where you could all go, geez, now what? Now what do we do? Yep. And it is wild when it gets to this time of year under 100 days because each week now is a different, I guess it's a different, you go from 90 to 80 most of the time, yeah. or, you know, whatever it is. And that's, uh, it goes fast. So I've always said that being a Christmas fan in December is like shooting fish in a barrel. It's really, really mm-hmm. easy. It's hard to be a Christmas fan yeah. in May. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> That's it. Well, so out of these, though, uh, so we've all given our types. Mm-hmm. Have you seen for the Hallmark movies? Have you seen any that you're both looking forward to from the list for the upcoming year? Cousin Scott, I'm guessing you're haul out the Holly. Haul out the Holly any... too. Yeah. That one sounded good. Mm-hmm. I listened to the Deck the Hallmark episode where they announced them. I haven't gone and read through the list myself. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, there are particular actors and actresses that I would be interested in seeing, and. There are some that just sound kind of fun. Like there's mm-hmm. one, uh, there's a Hanukkah movie that is round somewhat like Groundhog Day. Maybe it might be called Round and Round or something like yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded fun. I'm, obviously, I'm not Jewish. I don't know anything about the Hanukkah holiday, but that's kind of fun to me to watch that kind of zany. I think maybe that's what uh, brings me into some of these things is I like the hmm. goofy, the funny, the zany movies i don't like the serious stuff yeah yeah exactly i do not get the bummer ones like you said the sad ones i don't know that anyone's listening to see the you know the really heart-wrenching ones but i guess people are watching for it watching dramatic storyline or something i did an an episode of jingle jank a long time ago talking about these melancholy christmas songs and why are people into them and we read a bunch of articles and for some people it's cathartic and you know like they just need a good cry for other people It reminds them that Christmas is not perfect and it's messy. And sometimes there are bad memories or memories of loss uh, that are associated with it. And just that, I guess that's probably the same catharsis, but it helps people kind of feel it and get through it. Luckily, I don't have a lot of those associations. So no, I don't want to be bummed out when it comes to Christmas stuff, but I respect that other people do. There are plenty of movies for them. I'm glad they are happy. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense for sure. I know, Seth. We ha- don't worry. I won't put you through one of those uh, sad ones because I don't. <laughs> tough I don't man. Do it either. It's tough man. Five Maybe more minutes. No, no, no. I, I don't need that. Yeah, because that's Seth, the part. Yeah. I would dread, like the, the scene where it drag. You know, the long conversation. I mean, I know it's sometimes it's necessary to kind of drive the the story along, but yeah, those long ones where they're just 
and it goes for like five or six minutes and stuff i'm just like all right i'm checking out so like a mm -hmm. movie of a lot of that <laughs> yeah it wouldn't do well with so in fact, there was one a year or two ago where they were at a party and the husband said i'm going to go out and get more ice oh geez then i know what you're talking about this one this is next, okay next scene seth next scene they're going uh anybody see the husband it's like three hours later no one noticed he's missing the guy he passed he died in a car crash going to get the ice and that's the movie was about the wife picking up the pieces in the same house that they were making the dream house and i'm going why am i watching yeah. this merry this christmas like everybody yeah, yeah merry christmas <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, but, but i'm i'm lucky enough to not have experienced something like that in my life if i had right. maybe that would help me through those hard feelings. So I, I want to be right. very careful in how I dunk on these things. It's just, I don't want to watch that myself. And what you said earlier, Chad, it's, it's, it's like rattling around my brain. I'm very visual when it comes to these movies, because mm -hmm. when I'm remembering them, I may not remember the title of the movie. There's one with Candace Cameron where she's finding a, like it starts off in the Christmas ornament or the, the tree topper falls off the tree when she's a child and the wing breaks. And then, she, you know, many, many years later as an adult, she wants Christmas to go get Town. that fixed. Is that okay? And I think it's so, the yeah. one where she stay, she's staying in the room above an antique store. But there's yes. the visuals of this antique store with lights strung through it. And that's all I really remember about it right. so yeah i think it's what you said where i can see that and i don't know maybe i just want to be in that scene i want to be right. in that weird haunted antique store well it wasn't haunted in the yeah. movie i just assume it is i would too yeah so yeah. wait right that would be fun we're going okay as an adult if i had nothing to do for a few nights but stay in this christmasy town and antique yeah. store that's that's fun that's the rudolph part of this equation i guess for sure that's fair so yep. Yeah, no, that that is that Funny. is fascinating. Yeah, so uh, I mean, as far as the movies that I'm looking forward to, that the uh, Haul Out the Holly two, Seth, Wolf, you'll have to see part one first. Otherwise, you have no idea what's going on in the plot. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of good ones this year. I'm looking forward to. I try to watch as many as I can. Uh, and uh, Seth, so will you. You'll be up all night. Get ready. Drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. That was really all we wanted to cover this episode, just to have an, a, a, something to go along with the release of the movies, a quick, fun bonus episode. Mm -hmm. Scott, as an honorary cousin, joining us for the second time. This is really very cool of you to do this and take your time. We really appreciate this. Oh, and I'm yeah, thrilled to be here. Absolutely. I have one more. I have one more thought as a person who yeah. likes Christmas in the, especially in the off season. I like to record these. And I like the fact that the commercials are in them because those are Christmas commercials. That is a holdover from being like a 10-year-old boy. Every I love mm -hmm. everything about the commercialism of Christmas. I will fully admit it. Toys R Us commercials, everything. Yes. I still like to see those, and they really give me a warm, fuzzy feeling. So when it's May, when it's June, and we have one of these on, it's really fun for me to see those commercials still being able to be played most people are like oh i want to skip by them like, no it's kind of part of the whole season to me and i really That's, like it so it's fun to keep a couple on your dvr just just for that purpose scott do you think that yeah. um we're all around the same age we were all born yep. in 76 and um it was kind of the golden age of that. At least it seemed like for us, or the because now the kids don't have that. We all knew the same commercials. We all knew the same oh, jingles. That's all. That's the only way we knew oh. about toys. Right, right. 
So yeah. maybe it's it's something with our age group too, because I feel the same way. If I see a, a 1988 commercial for the Nintendo NES, I'm like, it mm. takes me right back. It's a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought, but uh, oh, I know what it was. Um, I could I could sit down with both of you and watch those YouTube things of like here's a an hour of eighties com- Christmas commercials. Oh gosh, yes, I will watch that happily. It just it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Love it, but it's Super a fun. it's a different world. It's a completely different world than kids today have it. My daughter will never understand. Like, what do you mean? You only learned about you know Voltron from from commercials. Oh, sorry, right. we didn't ha- we didn't have Amazon. You know, we went that and we went to KB Toys. That's 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 the two ways I found new things. Yeah, and they might be out. Kids don't have that now, where they would be out. They can search worldwide for. Oh, I mean, it could you're still right. Be out. You're right. But we'd go and we're like, is it in stock? It might not be. We had no idea till we went to the store. And yeah, that that's true. There fun. was no internet where you could go do a store locator and see who had it in stock nearby. Yeah, kids have it so lucky. But uh, I don't know. The scarcity of it yes. made it kind of fun. And uh, exactly right. Uh, I, I don't know. It's not like oh, I, I I feel for these kids who don't have what we had. No, that's that's a little bit nonsense because boy, do they have it right. good. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm you know to wrap this up. I am looking forward to just throwing some of these on, even if I'm not going to listen to a word of it. It's it's just eye candy for me. I love it. And I, and I appreciate. I like this. I like this article. Sure. I like remembering that we're all different. We all have different points of view. We all have different experiences. Uh, yes. You know, the three of us. We all kind of answer differently, but we're all kind of uh, like on the same wavelength at the same time, and that's really fun. So it reminds yeah. me, don't don't crap on a movie because you don't like it, because it might be really really important to someone else. Because of, like you're talking about the loss of your grandmother. That, that mm-hmm. could be really nice to be able to see a movie with your grandmother it evokes these happy memories. I don't particularly yeah. have happy memories of my grandmother, so I'm not going to be watching those yeah. movies, but I'm right. glad you can. And that's really, right. really cool. And someone who suffered a loss at Christmas, and it, for, for them seeing someone who's able to rise above and still have a good holiday in future, that may mean a lot to them. So yes. I, I totally get it. Different strokes for different folks. I would like everybody who's listening, please write us. ChristmasCousinsPod at gmail.com. Let us know what type are you? Are you a season's greeter? Why? Are you a Rudolph? Are you a caroler? Or message us at ChristmasCousinsPod on Facebook or Instagram. We'll get back to you. We're not so inundated with messages that we won't get back to you. <laughs> We'd like to hear from someone. It'll so, happen eventually, Chad. Yeah. And you're gonna, it's going to be a really weird feeling the first time you can't get through all the email for a show. Uh, and it's right, only right. happening to us recently on Christmas morning. But it's a, it's a really, really nice problem to have that people care and want to write in. You know, being yeah. a podcaster be, can be kind of lonely. You know, we're you're, it's kind of right. a one-way conversation most of the time. So it's really nice when people write in, especially when they say, "Hey, this really meant a lot to me," or it reminded me of something that made me feel really good. That gets you through all those hours of editing and all the kind of painful right, parts. Right. The less like, glamorous. Like the review, like yeah. the review we got, uh, Seth, with yeah. her cousin Nini. That meant yeah. a lot. That was so cool. Yeah, so it reminded her of her family for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, Scott, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Sorry, again. we doubled the amount yes, of time that you, you had allotted for this, but uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was it. fun. I learned even more about you guys, and and that's always a, a treat. Listeners write in and say you want some more of that, Scott, um, and I'll I'll definitely come back. Okay, and oh, if there's a particular, oh, sure. if there's a movie, if there's a movie that you guys think would be a good one for me to come back, okay. I would love to be here, and we could talk about our thoughts about it. Okay. 
That's okay. okay. I'm definitely going to keep that great. in mind. Yes. Yep. I love yeah. that. Awesome. Yes. Yep. So. You're not putting me out asking me to, to, to hang out with other people with similar interests. Okay. Right. Right. And you could always say no. We're very easy. So that is awesome. Scott, <laughs> yeah, thank you again so no. much. Seth, you hang on a second. Yes. And um, Scott, yeah. Well, so thank you. This will drop on Monday. If you want to listen, I'll send you the link when it is. And um, it's getting, it's, we're getting there. We're in the season. So enjoy every minute. <laughs> no, thank I'll you peel so back much the for, curtain for like on one last thought for you. I don't yeah. mind editing my own voice. It doesn't bother me. In fact, that's kind of how I knew I'd be okay as a podcaster, but I do not like to listen to myself on somebody else's show. There's a loss of control and maybe I can't edit out my flubs and stuff. So no, I will not be listening to it, but I hope it comes out really well and is really popular. And thank you guys for yes. having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate the, uh, the invite. Yes. Oh, thank absolutely, you, Scott. Scott. Anytime. All right. We'll definitely talk to you again. Seth, take care guys and take care of all the, uh, the, the Christmas <laughs> cousins family out there. See ya. That's awesome. Thank you. Bye -bye. That was awesome. That was great. It Seth. was a lot another of fun. Honorary, another honorary cousin. Growing, growing by the second. <laughs> How cool is Scott? He's a lot of fun, and that he he just joined in. He gets what we're doing right away, and he's into it. It's so cool, and yeah. it's like so hard for us to do an episode that's under 35, 40 minutes. We can't do it. So I know we we set these time limits, limitations, and constraints, but <laughs> totally so. arbitrary. Totally. Look, people, you can listen or not. It's not like it costs anymore. So. Uh, <laughs> And uh, this is a fun one, though. I love it. This is great. So it was. Um, oh, I did not. <laughs> I, don't, I said I had to hit a sound effect. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I did not mean to hit that. I was meant to hit this one. I to drop a bombshell. <laughs> That's it. So, Seth, unless you have any extra uh, final words, everybody check us on the socials. Email us at ChristmasCousinsPod or ChristmasCousinsPod at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll be back next week with a lot of awesome shows coming up. Or this week, yeah. wherever this is dropping. Uh, next week, this week, I don't know. We're in, Who knows? September. We can't keep it straight. In September. <laughs> I bother Seth twenty four hours a day with issues, with things going on with this podcast. He doesn't know what day it is anymore. So, <laughs> awesome. I'm gonna go check a calendar. Yeah, really awesome. <laughs> it's July, Seth. Awesome. Well, thank you, Seth. Thank you, Scott, again, thank and you. all our Christmas cousins listening. And uh, we will see you soon. Happy holidays, everybody. Take care. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank mm -hmm. you.